Hello and welcome, peoples of the interwebs. Tis I, Christy. And me, Kelly. And you're back joining us once again at a nerve. Woo! Welcome. Guys, we are so sorry, but we had to take a, an unexpected break from you guys. Mm-hmm, we did. We did. It's a lot of stuff just... That's <sighs> sad. And I apologize for my voice. I'm getting over these stupid allergies that is part of spring in Wisconsin. Sucks. <laughs> uh, what? I mean, it's very pretty right now. Everything is blooming and flowering. Uh, it's very pretty. <laughs> yeah, whatever. As I, like, die and, like, hack up a lung practically trying to get through my day. But anyways, that's why my voice sounds weird. We had technical issues, which is why we had to take a break. Uh, but yeah, we're back. At yep. it again. Woot woot. Back and better than ever. And um, yeah. we're releasing this episode on, oh gosh, Friday is what? Christy? The 20th. Thank you. We're releasing so, this on Friday the 20th, and we're going to start the two-week cadence from that date again. So, yeah. Everything got shifted just a little bit. Yep. But we're going to be back into it. No problem. Moving forward. Hey. <laughs> I mean, I do feel bad. We missed a Friday the 13th drop date, which is... Like, I know. I was upsetty. We... <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. That's okay. But uh, this week, we are covering a listener request. Uh, we are covering Urban Legend from 1998. Uh, and this was requested to us by Nicole Loftus. So, hi. Hello, girl. <laughs> she wanted us to cover this for her birthday. So, happy, happy birthday. birthday. My uh, voice just cracked horribly. <laughs> uh, her birthday was on Wednesday, and we're just like... Really happy that we could be part of I your mean, birthday. Technically, we are recording this on the 18th, so happy birthday from the past for your actual birthday. But yes, yes. Uh, I know you wanted us to sing happy birthday, but we don't have the rights, so oh, uh, we can't sing that. Can we do like like a happy <laughs> happy birthday? Today's your special day, like that one where you clap I your mean, hands. I was just gonna say the words of the happy birthday song. What about the other one? Can we do the chant? Can we do the chant? Which I don't chant? think that's copyrighted. The happy, happy birthday. Today's your special day. You're one year older than you were yesterday. Hey, first we lit the candles, <laughs> then we cut the cake. We're all here together to help you celebrate. Woo! <laughs> that there one? you go. I mean, you just did it. You As did it, I girl. apologize for my singing voice. But... <laughs> <laughs> well, and I can't sing right now because allergies. So happy birthday. Thanks for uh, giving us this recommendation. Uh, let's get into it. Kelly. Yeah. Hit us with the chaos. All right. First and foremost, we have the, the beautiful, the wonderful Jared Leto, who plays Which Paul Gardner. Oh, fine in this movie. He's oh. so beautiful. Oh, oh, I couldn't deal. Like, I was texting people. I was like, oh, my gosh, Jared Leto from 98 is like, wow. His eyes. Oh my yes, lord. Yes, please. <laughs> Sorry if I cough when I get excited. Oh. <laughs> You're just breathless. <laughs> <laughs> uh but next is is it I think it's Alicia. Or is yeah. it Alicia? Alicia. It's Alicia Witt. As Natalie Simon, Rebecca Gayhart plays Brenda Bates, Tara Reed is Sasha Thomas, 
Michael Rosenbaum is Parker Riley. Loretta Devine is Reese Wilson. Joshua Jackson is Damon Brooks. John Neville is Dean Adams. Robert England, our yes! guy. Yes! That is my dude. <laughs> He's the professor. William Wexler. Danielle Harris is Tosh. Oh, gosh. Gagnieri? Uh, we're guessing on that. Natasha Gregson Wagner is Michelle Mancini. And the movie is directed by Jamie Blakes. You forgot one more. Who did I forget? Brad Dorif, who used to play Chucky in Oh, Child's yeah. <laughs> I took him out because I haven't seen Child's Play. <laughs> so I read all those, th like, all those fun facts about Child's Play, and I'm like, I don't know what that is. I don't know what that is. I don't know Oh, that my <laughs> Lord. We got to add Child's Play eventually. But, yes, he plays the stuttering uh, gas attendant in the beginning. Yeah, who actually, I think that's a really good part. I like that a lot. But yeah, we can talk about it. It's the first part of the movie. So hell yeah, let's get into it. Like, so we're starting out with a chick in a car driving in the rain, listening to the college radio and then almost kills herself trying to get a fucking cassette tape because <laughs> she's not paying attention and then True. starts horrendously singing along to Total Eclipse of the Heart. What's that? purposeful because it's really bad and it's too I, long <laughs> i don't know nor do i care it was saying horrendously and she should feel bad oh oh no i'm she sorry be, i mean like i probably don't sound good singing in the car i'm sorry are you like yes but she's she's in a movie like it's <laughs> like you're not bonnie tyler stop singing <laughs> i mean do you think she knew she was a bad singer or like she was like oh no i can totally sing for the scene mm. and then like she sang and they're like well it's too late to switch actresses now yeah i don't know either way it's just really bad and it's way too long and drawn out like i get people sing poorly in the car that's the whole point of it even i sing poorly in the car on purpose sometimes just because i'm like really into it but like she's <laughs> not even like into it like you're gonna go for it. Fucking go for it. Like, True. She's just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that. If you're gonna commit, commit. Anyways, she realizes that she's almost out of gas and barely makes it to the gas station. To the scary gas station. Because she passes it's by like a very moves. normal gas station without realizing that she's almost out of gas. Yeah. Uh, she gives the gas attendant her card to gas up the car for her in the rain. Mm -hmm. And we realize he has quite the stutter and is a little bit strange. Definitely strange. But he does, he like peers into her back seat for a second. And that's when I was like, he's fine. He's a good guy. He's creepy. But like, yeah, I, I, I think he knows what's up. Yeah, he goes back into the station, comes back with the card and says the credit card company is on the phone for her mm -hmm. and stating like her card is declining or something. Uh, she grabs her mace and leaves the car to go inside the station. Yep. He locks the door behind her. And when he's trying to tell her something, they start a struggle in the store. I, she's you know, freaking out. 
I rightfully so. I would freak out too. I think he could have approached this in a better way. You know, like write it down or be like, yeah. there is someone in your back seat, and then yeah. and not lock the door right away because that is sus. It's sus. Right, but you know, he's trying to protect her. He's trying. Uh, but, uh, as, as the struggle goes on, she makes it back to her car. He tries to stop the car, but as he's yelling to stop, she runs him over. And yep. only we hear him scream that someone's in her back seat. She, of course, doesn't hear it because of everything She's going long on. gone. And yeah. it's, it's pouring outside. Yeah. And she has totally eclipse of the heart blasting in her car. I mean, me too. <laughs> if you have to die to any song that's not a bad one to pick i mean sure if you had to die to a to... song what would you pick oh gosh uh um uh i don't know maybe some bon jovi or something like that <laughs> dead or alive maybe uh or uh you give love a bad name That'd okay. be a good one to die to. I don't know. I listen to so much music, and right now I'm like, what about in like a very metal head right now? <laughs> like a blaze? Was it Blaze of Glory or whatever that song? It's in my <laughs> head. That would be pretty good. Yeah, but I just feel like Bon Jovi would have been a better pick than Bonnie Tyler to die to. Yes. Okay. I mean that's that's a personal preference. I do love Totally Eclipse of the Heart. Do not get me wrong. I do blast and sing that loudly in my own car but to like die to in like a horror movie I don't know mm -hmm. it's it's a there's a lot of songs I could go with that's just not your top choice yeah but uh yeah back in the car uh we see someone in the back there and he starts swinging an axe while she's driving I I say very very effective uh kill very effective opening scene yeah i really liked it it was good yes and then we cut to the college radio station yes sasha yeah sasha is giving sex advice and making a lot of uh oh my gosh what is it inappropriate humor <laughs> yeah the person calls in and is talking about how she replaced her roommate's birth control pills with aspirin because she wanted the birth control. And her she no longer is going to have that roommate anymore because her roommate got pregnant and has to leave school. <laughs> and I love that. I just... I, I, I just oh, that's got to be a crime, right? Like, like maybe. <laughs> I mean, but how do you breach that subject and, like, try to talk about that? Be like, hey, I'm sorry you're pregnant, and it's kind of my fault, but, uh, hey, at least I'm not pregnant. I I would I would be so <laughs> angry. Oh, same. Absolutely. But, like, at the same time, birth control pills don't look like aspirin to me. Um... I guess some, I, I'm sure some do, but, like, I don't know. I have to look up what aspirin looks like. <laughs> <laughs> what does aspirin look like? I no, it does. Like aspirin, it does. Yeah, but aspirin would be, like, bigger, though. 
Control pill super closely. Like I don't think this I ever. This morning, <laughs> I wouldn't have noticed. I don't think. I do. I I. I don't know. I read what I put in my body. I don't know. I read the pill. I read the fine print. <laughs> I mean, wait. When you've taken it for several years, I don't I, know. Like at the, I guess, when I was taking like, it, it's all like. The stuff I have is like multicolored too. Like, some, I mean, depends on the pack. Some are white. <laughs> I guess. I guess, but I've like had I said, white. aspirin says aspirin in all caps. On I mean, the you're pill. right. You're right. I mean, what if they were like super devious and they sanded off the name? Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> like, can we get that horror movie of just like one lady in the corner just sanding down pills? <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> uh, pill roulette right there. Yikes! Then, then we cut to the college lounge where a bunch of students, Parker, Paul, Natalie, and Brenda, are chatting it up, talking about urban legends mm-hmm. and how Parker's throwing a boss ass party based on the massacre story that they were telling. Yeah, the Stanley Hall massacre, <laughs> which. They're all like, well, that didn't even happen. They're like, well, can you prove it? <laughs> so, no. Yeah, these these people are fucking stupid. <laughs> it's like, so, oh. yeah. They have Paul this, is beautiful. Jerry I mean, Leto. Yeah. We discover that Paul is a journalist. Mm-hmm. So, in this scene, because he's like writing and like, he's like, I gotta go. I gotta go work on XYZ and X, whatever. So the girls are going to go walk home and they're talking or yeah, they're talking about how hot Paul is, which girl, I get it. I mean, Brenda is like super into Paul, super oh, yeah. into Paul. And Alicia's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, sure. So they, Yeah, they're walking home talking about other urban legends and they decide that it's a good idea to try bloody saying Bloody Mary in a dark, creepy, abandoned like section of campus. Yes. Uh, and they get some weird noises from the building back, but then Damon scares the crap out of them by basically coming up behind them and yeah, sneaking up on them. Yeah. Uh, and then we cut to Natalie getting home. She runs into the janitor and she walks mm-hmm. in uh, to her room to find her roommate having hardcore BDSM sex. Yells at Natalie to turn off the light and she just keeps on going and Natalie tries to tune it out with headphones. This is weird. I I feel like this is what people think college is going to be like, but college, at least in my experience, was not like this. (laughs) Uh, My sweet mate was having sex with the door open and I was leaving to go to class and she was saying goodbye to me while having sex. No. He's like, I mean, bye, I... Christy. Have fun. See you later. Oh, God. I did walk in on my roommate once. um, Like, and it was after class. She just, I don't know if she didn't pay attention to the time or something. But there was no indication that anything was happening. There was no, no, she didn't text me. It was like, <laughs> oh, no. And so, like, I closed the door and just, like, waited. I was like, well, I need to get into the room. <laughs> like. My brother had a 
roommate that was very sexually active and <laughs> Nick. It's has... always so awkward. I just feel really yeah. bad. Like, <laughs> so like, yeah, it does happen. But I would yeah, say but not the to hardcore... that extent. <laughs> no, not the hardcore leather going on. And like, uh, Which, uh, like uh, Natalie's character. If I was Natalie, I just wouldn't sleep in my room that night. Like, right. I would have a friend's place I'd crash on their couch all the time. You don't right. stay in the room when they're having sex. It's weird. Now, I'm not judging the uh, type of sex that was happening. It's just the fact that, like, your roommate's there, and yet you're going to keep going. I would feel like, no, thank you. <laughs> like, I'll pass. Like, it's fine to be doing what you're doing as long as it's all consensual and whatnot. But, like, mm-hmm. your roommate's there. She's not consenting to the noises you're making. Yeah. <laughs> or bearing witness to everything that you're wearing or not wearing. Or... Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. So now we're cutting to the next day. And we're in class. And Robert England is being the boss-ass professor that he is. Truly. Talking about urban legends, legends, folklore. He's, he's that kind of a professor. Yeah, it's like a class on, yeah, urban legends, and he's he's basically saying he he brought up the babysitter gets a call, and the call ends up being from a phone or a number that's actually within the house, and then she dies. And he's like, "How many people do you know that have actually died this way?" And everyone's like, "I heard about a girl the next town over, right?" But he's like, this stuff doesn't actually happen. It just becomes part of, like, the myth and part of the lore. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's like, for example, let's do Pop Rocks, right? So Brenda goes down, Yeah, because the girls are giggling and get themselves in trouble. And so he uses Brenda as the guinea pig because she's eating Pop Rocks. And is like, hey, okay, eat some Pop Rocks. And then he offers, offers her, like, soda and she's scared to take it because she's afraid that it's going to explode inside of her. Right. Um, so, and Damon then is like, oh, I'll do it. <laughs> like, yeah, whatever, dude. So he does it and then fakes dying as and, a joke. So he starts foaming at the mouth. <laughs> it actually was kind of scary because at this point in the horror movie, I wasn't really sure what direction we were going in yet. Yeah. Like, were we supernatural or were we slasher? And this could have made it more supernatural. Um, but Or, like, someone laced the pop rocks or something. But, nope. Damon's fine. Yeah. So, yeah. Then we cut to the girls walking about campus, and a cop pulls... Uh, a cop is pulling all the newspapers. Uh, mm-hmm. And Paul is visibly upset because they're pulling it because of a story that he wrote and the principal yells at him yeah and it turns out to be (laughs) the the story coverage of the murder of the woman in the first sequence Mm -hmm. and her name is michelle right um and natalie looks like visibly upset by this yes but she's like oh i don't know her it's it's whatever Mm mm-hmm so uh, she ends up going back to her room alone, doesn't she? Yeah, for a little bit. She pulls out a yearbook, and we <laughs> see a picture of her in presumably high school wearing a cheer uniform and standing next to the recently deceased. 
Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. And Damon walks in and is like, hey, do you want to talk about it? And he seems like a nice dude. Well, at this point, we cut to the lounge and the students are talking about everything that's going on. Because Mm -hmm. Natalie's by herself, but everybody else was at the lounge. And then we cut back to Natalie, uh, who's having a rough time with her roommate as well as getting the yearbook. And then, yeah, and then Damon shows up. You're right. It was just one little thing that I had written that, oh, we're also at the lounge. Yep. Whatever. Um, so Damon seems chill. He's like, let's go out and go for a drive. They get in his car. It's a piece of crap. Oh, yeah. It has trouble starting, and then it turns on the radio way too loud, but they kind of joke about it. And then he eventually finds a spot to park that's in the middle of nowhere. (laughs) Yeah, and he's like, you know, I understand, like, I have a rough time, too, because my girlfriend died. And so he's giving all this bullshit, like, story mm-hmm. to try and sleep with her. But uh, she's this. like, uh, no, she's not falling for it. He tries again, and then she punches him in the face, which, yes. Yeah. And then demands that he drive her home, but leaves because he says nature is calling. This, like, actually, this whole scene kind of freaked me out. Because I would not want to be in her situation because I don't know what he's trying to do. Because, like, when he got out of the car to presumably pee. Yeah. I, like, didn't believe that. Like, that scared me. Like, I don't, don't mess with this type of stuff. But she's alone in a car that doesn't really work with a guy who's trying to get in her pants and is very pushy about it. And it really scares me. Yeah. So, while away natalie is in the car but damon gets attacked yes while he's whizzing uh she gets (laughs) she gets out of the car and calls out to him then she sees an attack the attacker coming towards her she doesn't see damon but she sees the attacker and she tries to get away in the car uh but is of course having issues because the car is a piece of garbage uh, we then find out that Damon gets strung up on top of the car um, and is barely standing up and is, like, almost hanging. Well, she punches the car in drive and ends up pulling him up into the trees and him dying that way. Now, apparently this is an urban legend. I'd never heard of this before. Yep. Did it's, you it's, know? Yeah. I mean, like, okay. So this scene was, like, recreated also in Supernatural. Same with, like, a lot of the urban legends in this. Okay. Inspired, like, episodes of Supernatural. So, like, it's it's all very familiar to me. And I have heard these legends before. And Like, I've heard the backseat one. And the Pop Rocks. Mm-hmm. But I've, I, and the Babysitter one because of Scream. But I had never heard of this one ever. Yeah. So watching this, I was a little confused, but <laughs> that's on more on me than anything else. It's so. I mean, it's not not all of these are well known ones. I mean, they tried to stick everything in this movie, so. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So, uh, Damon then falls on top of the car and goes through the front window. Very dead. <laughs> And then we cut to the lady cop watching and reenacting her favorite TV program. 
amazing. Acting like she's the boss ass bitch in it. I mean, she is a boss ass bitch though. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, Natalie rushes in, and those two then go back to the scene of the crime, but nothing is there. Ooh. Really spooky. So they're like, "You, what are you on?" I think she asks you, like, "Yeah, what are you smoking or something." Um, and no one believes Natalie. No one believes her. Nope, because she makes it back to the lounge and she tries to tell her friends. No one believes that Damon's dead and think that it's just a practical joke that he's pulling. Yeah, and that he's left on a ski trip or something. Yeah. Some, like, frat boy excursion. <laughs> frat yeah. boy excursion. <laughs> That's good. Uh, and they start going through more urban legends and start trying to put things together. Mm-hmm. Then Natalie goes back to her room. She tries to talk to her roommate, who then snaps at her. And Natalie decides to just leave instead. Yeah, me too. And go use a payphone outside. Because, like, back in that time, the internet and the phone line were connected. So the roommate Uh, was on the computer, and Natalie wanted to use the phone, but can't unless, like, the internet is down. So it's a one or the other. You can't have both. So that's why she goes outside to use the payphone, which also don't exist anymore. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> but isn't is this the point where tosh is clearly messaging someone online um not yet oh yes uh in like a scene or two she's yeah you see that in a scene or two it we still have a little bit more to go okay. so when natalie's on on the payphone yada yada then it's nighttime and she walks to the library to look some stuff up Mm-hmm. And someone's lurking around, and uh, she finds Sasha, uh, who's pulling out a Kama Sutra. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, a uh, illustrated Yeah. Version. It's the graphic novel version. <laughs> uh, and they start going through books of urban legends together. Uh, Sasha leaves, and then we cut to Natalie's roommate, so Tosh. And this is where she is talking to someone online on the super goth site and they're going to, she's looking for another hookup. So she's getting ready for her sexy hookup uh, at this point. And she doesn't lock the door behind her. No. So Uh, she, she messages, walks out to go to the communal bathroom to put mm -hmm. on lipstick, comes back. There's a guy in her room and starts attacking her. And when Natalie comes back, she thinks that they're just having more hardcore sex mm-hmm. and goes to bed. But no, homegirl's getting fucking strangled. Yeah, very, very much death. <laughs> Hell yeah. Very dead. Very dead. Mm-hmm. And the killer does not kill Natalie. No, oddly she... enough, leaves her alone. Yeah, she wakes up the next morning uh, to find the roomie dead under the covers and a bloody message on the wall saying, aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light? Which apparently is another urban legend. I've heard of, like, yep. different versions of this one. Um, maybe not quite in the same fashion that it happened, but some kind of relative same idea. Yeah. They also do this one in Supernatural. Okay. With the same message on the wall and everything, too. Hmm, sounds like yeah. plagiarism. 
No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they also probably got permission. Oh, I'm so. sure. I mean, it's an urban legend, right? It's basically public knowledge. Yeah. Uh, then we cut to Brenda and Paul walking and worried about Natalie for good reason because her roommate got fucking murdered while she was sleeping. And no one is believing that she got murdered. They're starting to be like, no, oh, it's a suicide. It's fine. Like, I'm sorry, but there are probably, like, ligature marks around the throat. Of, but not like, even that. Like, and she would butchered. not. Yeah, she's butchered. And she would not have had enough life in her to scrawl something like that up on the wall. And also, then, like, position she was short. her she in bed. Reach it. Right. <sighs> yeah the the dean and, and the or the principal of the dean whatever and uh-huh. the campus sheriff are definitely like covering or hiding something throw it under the rug yeah we don't talk about it so natalie and brenda talk and then paul talks to natalie and wants to interview her about what happened uh he's trying to look into what's happening to everyone for the newspaper Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we remember that the massacre story 25th year anniversary is happening that evening. Yeah, they're trying to piece together why. Like, why now? What's yeah. The, what, what has to do with this time frame? Yeah. So Paul and Natalie are going to go research what, what ha- is going on. But they can't find the right book in the right year of when the massacre happened. It's missing. Yes. They get a lead from the janitor to go uh, talk to the professor, mm-hmm. which instead of doing so, they break into his office and start snooping around. I think and... it's worth mentioning that uh, Paul, or Jared Leto, is a red herring throughout the movie. Yes. Uh, he, when they get into the professor's office, he knows how, he has like a random card, credit card that he has, and he knows how to opened up the door and it was said there was no break-in entry for Tasha's death. So like little things. And I'm like, it's too obvious. So obvious. It is. (laughs) Uh, So when they break in, she looks into the closet and she sees the coat first. Mm -hmm. We have a jump scare, which we've seen that coat on the killer at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Fun fact. They had it, the killer wear a winter coat in this movie because originally they were going to have the film take place in the winter. Mm-hmm. And then they didn't want to deal with fake snow and all that, so they just they scrapped that idea but kept the winter coat for the killer's costume. Yep. And after she finds the coat, she also finds the axe. And then they hear the professor coming back and they hide. They think he... uh. The professor then leaves after Jared Little gives, like, his fuck me eyes. (laughs) (laughs) I actually had that written down. (laughs) Uh, But they come out, and he was actually just standing in the corner, like, caught ya. Yeah, dumb. (laughs) You dumb, stupid biashes. Yeah, pretty much. And we cut to a scene with uh, beautiful Paul and Natalie sitting in front of the dean. Yep, and the sheriff. Or mm-hmm. the campus police. I don't know exactly what she is, but I think she is a a full well campus police. She doesn't carry too. her gun usually, so like 
That's why I thought Cam was police sure. and why she was easily accessible. I don't know. That could be. Yeah. So if you see, hear me say sheriff or campus police, it's the same lady. <laughs> yeah, Whatever I think her official title is, she's one or the other. I think her name is Reese. I think. I could double check that real quick. Uh, so then the dean is talking to them separately, and we find out that Natalie has a criminal background. Uh, and that Jared Leto Paul is now fired from the newspaper. Woohoo! Yeah, and he's like, my brand! <laughs> like, right? He can't, he cannot handle it. He's cannot. So dramatic. He's so dramatic. So <laughs> then we, then we cut to Brenda swimming and Natalie walking into the pool building to wait for her. Mm-hmm. But someone comes into the pool area. Wearing the coat. Wearing a coat. Natalie tries to break the window only to realize the mysterious person is someone else on the swim team or just there to swim or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Question. Knowing how this ends, would you think that was intentional by the killer? Okay. Well, maybe. It seems to be a very common jacket, so maybe not. Hmm. Okay. Uh, we get some backstory now with Natalie and the first girl. We find out about this car wreck that happened mm-hmm. uh, that they're responsible for. Yeah, they they uh, there is another urban legend where as part of a gang initiation, you drive around at night with your headlights off. And when a car passes you and flashes their brights at you to remind you that your headlights are off, you make a quick U-turn and you follow them. Mm-hmm. And you, I, I don't know if, like, you basically kind of play chicken. Yep. Um, And they did that, and they accidentally ran the person off the road, and the person died. Yep. I was like, I don't, Natalie sucks. <laughs> like, yeah, Natalie I was not driving, but she didn't stop the incident from happening either, which is, no. and she feels guilt because of it. Yeah. So then we cut to Paul snooping and seeing that the professor uh, professor was the sole survivor from the massacre 25 years ago. Yes. And then yep. we uh then we cut back to the dean trying to leave and is startled by sheriff lady. Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Hey, maybe we should put a few more police officers out tonight. Things yeah. seem to be going awry." And he's like, "Nah, fam." I'm right. out. Peace. <laughs> um, but when she leaves after she mouths asshole because mm-hmm. Dean is an asshole. He is. Um, we realize that someone was hiding under the Dean's car and slices open his heels. I physically hurt <laughs> when I watched that scene. <laughs> so, <laughs> no thank you. <laughs> So Dean is trying to, like, crawl away, and the killer puts the car in neutral, only to run him over the parking spikes. Horrible. Which, that's a good death. Like, the deaths in this are, like, 10 out of 10. They are are pretty good. I'm not saying the special effects are the best, but, like, the creativity of the kills gives me joy. They're very different from each other, which is kind of refreshing, because I think we see a lot of movies where... Axe to the head, axe to the head, <laughs> yeah. you know? Yeah. 
so then we cut to party. Woohoo! Ooh. 25th anniversary of a massacre. <laughs> oh, yeah, let's get lit. <laughs> and it's a costume party as well. Mm-hmm. So everybody's in their costumes. Uh, Paul updates Natalie, and then they realize that the dean told the cops that prank calls may be happening and to pretty much ignore anyone calling for help. Especially by the names of Paul and Natalie, I think, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So uh, yeah. they're at the party, and Natalie and Paul are off on their own, and they start kissing. They start making out. And yeah. it's like, it's a good kiss. And you then know Brenda, Yeah. And then Brenda walks in upset because she stole the boy she liked. I mean, it is a little bit shitty of Natalie. <laughs> like, right? It is. I'm I'm going to give this one to Brenda because like that if I if I was like, "Hey, I really really like this guy," and I told my best friend that, and then they never several times. Yeah, and they never like expressed like, "Hey, I really like him too," which Natalie never did. She was always nope. like, "Ew, Paul." And then I found them making out in front of me. Yeah, I would be upset. I'd be upset. Same. I would feel betrayed. I'd be like, I just, like, told you everything, and now you're making out with the guy. Like, like, good for you, but, like, give me a heads up next time. Yeah. Please. So I don't get my hopes dashed in front of my eyes. Like, probably intoxication also involved. Like, yeah. Uh, so then we cut to Sheriff who gets startled by the janitor, and then they hear broken glass somewhere, mm-hmm. and she goes to ins- investigate to find the professor's room has been broken into, Yes, there is blood everywhere, it's been completely destroyed, and she slips on the blood. She kind of sits there, she's like, oh, oh no! <laughs> like... Yeah. So, cut back to the party, Paul is trying to stop said party, but Parker is being a dick about it. Parker is a dick. End of yeah. sentence, period. No need to further elaborate. He is from the beginning of the movie to the end. Him and Damon. Yeah. Uh, so Parker's girlfriend, Sasha, she's like, I'm going to head out. I'm going to go to the radio station. Mm-hmm. And she's dressed as, like, the bride of Chucky, which I appreciate. Didn't even catch that. Yeah, that's her costume. It, or at least it's very re- reminiscent of that to me. Okay. Um. So the phone rings and Parker answers it and the voice says, you're going to die tonight. And then the caller ID says, it's coming from the house. And he's like, oh, I've heard of this urban legend. Yeah. And then Parker realizes from another sentence that the killer put his dog in the microwave. This is so horrible. (laughs) And then uh, he's going through the house, goes to the bathroom to vomit. But then the killer Marks him in the bathroom with what is probably my favorite kill. <laughs> and just like, oh, fun, like the beer funnels, but with like massive amounts of chemicals. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. And Pop Rocks. And Pop Rocks. It is 10 out of 10. It is disturbing. This is not a way I would want to die. This is why it's my favorite kill. Because I'm just like, yes. 10 out of 10 for creativity. (laughs) I was living. 
okay, I was living for it. I was watching this movie by myself at like really late at night. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we cut to Natalie who tries to call Paul. Uh, but then we cut to Sasha at the radio station. And we see that her assistant gets murked in the background while she's recording. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. yeah, and then she gets chased through the radio station with her mic on uh, by the crazy guy with an axe, manages to get away and calls for help in her earpiece after some great stunts that she does herself. Yeah, I, and like, everyone's like, oh, that's just Sasha method acting on the, doing like a live reenactment of the 25th anniversary of the Stanley Hall massacre. I'm like, no. Right? You can tell. I like generally believe you can tell real from fake screams when they're really bad. I'm like, I would be like, someone go and check on her just to make sure. Yeah. Uh, But Murder Guy finds her and hacks her face in. I mean, after quite the. Quite. She could have been a great final girl. I liked her. Same. I liked her better than Natalie. I'm going to say it. Well, Natalie was there to witness the whole thing, and after the killer hacks up Sasha, she waves at Natalie. Natalie mm-hmm. finds Paul and then tells him that Sasha's dead, and then uh, we're getting hints that Paul is no good, that he is no bueno. Yeah. And then those two run into Brenda, and then those three have formed a party. Yeah, and they decide to leave the campus. Yeah, and try and get police. Yeah. So the sheriff then finds Sasha's body, which she's just like, oh, Lord. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And then Paul, Natalie, and Brenda are in Paul's car. Natalie smells something funny. Uh, They decide to stop at a gas station to see if any of the phones work. So Paul goes in by himself. Mm Mm-hmm. Brenda and Natalie make up and then they're just like, man, what smells? So they check the trunk and or because they hear a familiar beeper ringtone mm-hmm. from class. They open the trunk to find the dead professor, which. which... Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you go ahead. OK, which at this point, Paul is in the store. He turns yep. around. He sees them standing at the back of his trunk right and they're like uh, Brenda has a really witty line here she says something like he's all yours (laughs) like I don't want him and then they take off sprinting and his reaction here was very clearly like he's not the killer because when he notices him at the back looking into his trunk if he was the killer and he had placed the body there he would have booked it to them right but instead he just looks confused right which also Paul should have also noticed the smell because a dead body is, like, a very pungent smell. I mean, yeah, but he's fresh, right? Is he going to smell a lot? Uh, He would start to. I would assume that this has at least been a couple hours. Well, that's probably true. Well, I mean, and then you tend to release your bowels when you die. So, yeah, he probably was kind of stinky. That and, like, it's wet air, so it's not, like... Like, the dampness is not helping the situation. Right. Yeah. So, 
Yeah, they start running. Paul chases after them. Brenda trips, of course. And Natalie runs ahead while we hear Brenda scream and then Paul call for Natalie. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, yep. Natalie. So, yeah, go ahead. Natalie gets back to campus. She flags down the janitor. Who yeah, that's was right. was driving and was giving some creepy vibes. Also has the same fucking jacket. And so maybe is, it is just a like a coincidence. Yeah. And he's getting a little bit aggressive. He is. He is he's all, he's like Damon, like no go man. You kind of freak me out. Yeah. Uh he flashes his lights at another car because of that urban legend and they do a U-turn and starts chasing them down and chases them off the road. And then it was like, "No!" Yeah. But she gets away and the sheriff Goes and gets her dope ass gun, and she's like, "I got this. I'm gonna be the badass bitch of this story." Mm-hmm. Yep. Queen. Yes, queen. So <laughs> Natalie makes it to an emergency call button on campus, and uh, the campus aide hears screams from that area uh, that they did Bloody Mary. So screams are happening, and Natalie, of course, is like, "I'm gonna go investigate it." Yeah. And goes she's kind of and- dumb. Yeah, she's not great. She goes into a room of 202, and then the door closes, and Parker's body uh, comes through, and she finds the other bodies and Brenda's. Yeah, she thinks Brenda is dead. Well, not dead. I think she thinks Brenda is, she's got to save Brenda. Yeah, she sees Parker and Damon's body, Mm -hmm. uh, and, and I think, like, and I think Sasha's, too. I think it got moved. But then, yeah, she sees Brenda's on, like, a mattress. Mm -hmm. But Brenda's actually alive and punches Natalie. Yep. And we have the big reveal, the big twist, that Brenda is actually the killer. Which I do like. Yeah, and, like, once I figured out Natalie had some kind of, you know, skeleton in her closet... I was like, all right, it has to be related to that. It is. Brenda was the fiance of the boy that they inadvertently killed through their mm-hmm. stunt. Um, yep. And she wants to murder everyone that Natalie loves. And then I assume Natalie. Yeah. She's for it. best for last. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she brings about the next urban legend, which is to remove Natalie's kidney. Yep. <laughs> this one was... Uh, I think a a stretch, a bit of a stretch for the urban uh, urban legend, but that's okay. Well, uh, and then sheriff shows up and starts shooting up the place. But yep, uh, sheriff herself gets shot in the process. She's okay though. Yeah, she good. She good. And Paul shows up and tries to play up the scene because Brenda's giving this whole speech of how her and Paul will then be together and how she's giving him his career on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he he comes into the scene as she's saying that, and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm all for this. Let's do this. When he's really Hand not, Hand me of the gun, and I'll shoot Natalie for the both of us. Yeah. Uh, Sheriff beats her to it and shoots Brenda, and Natalie gets the gun. Or, no, Sheriff kicks her in, like, the shin or whatever. Yeah. And Natalie gets the gun away from Brenda and shoots Brenda. And Brenda Sheriff. falls through the window! Yes! Sheriff, who is still alive, and and 
then the two new lovebirds drive away talking about how legends and how the twist is that and we get a twist that Brenda was in the backseat of the car. Yeah, and she tries to kill him again. Yep. Oh. Uh, there's a big old struggle, and then Brenda gets flown through the front and over a bridge. Into the water! Yes. Cut to the future, whether that's the next semester or a couple years in the future or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're retelling this this story that we just watched. And then As an urban legend. Yes. And then we see someone suspiciously looking like Brenda. Like, here's what really happened. And then it cuts. Good ending. Um, I I am aware that there is a sequel. There's I think quite a few actually, but yeah. Have you seen the sequel? I don't think so. Okay. If I have, so I, I don't remember it. I read some spoilers about it. Uh and I wanted to ask you, but I'll I'll refrain from it because we you, you haven't seen it, so yeah, I'll I'll watch it eventually. So we have a kill count of seven. Ooh, yeah, death, <laughs> death to everything. So Kelly, do you have yeah. any taglines for I us? I do. I do have taglines. Okay, to put them up. Okay, uh. Get ready to face your worst fears. It happened to someone who knows someone you know. You're Whoa. next. I like Crazy. that one. I do like that one. That one's on the main poster. Um, next one is, what you don't believe can kill you. Just because it didn't happen doesn't mean it can't. Urban legends can kill. At Pendleton University, urban legends are coming true. And never talk to strangers, never answer the phone, never flash your lights, never leave the car, and always believe, believe what you're told. That's too long. Uh, I, I was, I'm assuming, like, that was, like, on a poster, right? And they probably yeah. put those phrases all around it. It's gotta be. Yeah, probably, but, like, it's still too long. I like the, it happened to someone who knows someone you know. <laughs> you're next. Yeah, I, I like That's that one, good. too. So let's do some fun facts. So Sarah Michelle Gellar was uh, originally accepted the role as Sasha, but had to back out due to conflicts with Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mean, Sasha, whoever played Sasha, I really liked. Yeah. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Sarah would have done a great job, but I am not mad at the performance that was done by the actor in question. Yes. Um, So the Danielle Harris, who played Tosh, was a smoker at the time uh, mm-hmm. and was thrilled to be able to be allowed to smoke while working, but quickly realized that shooting scenes while smoking meant that she was ha- constantly smoking cigarettes for hours and eventually got sick and had to quit. Which smoking? I mean, that's good. That that's good. Yeah, she didn't quit the film. Yeah. Um, uh, speaking of getting sick, Rebecca Gayhart, who plays Brenda, the, after shooting the pop rock scene with mm-hmm. the professor, got sick. <laughs> Yep. From eating too many Pop Rocks. I wonder if that feels weird in your tummy. Because, like, Pop Rocks are Pop Rocks, you know? Yeah, and when you're <laughs> like, just constantly eating them for oh, hours at a day, like, You ugh. can't feel good, right? No. I mean, it's basically sugar. Do you know what makes them pop? No. I don't either. Hmm. Uh, the actors who played Tosh and Sasha, they were roommates in real life before they were shooting the film. Exciting. Fun facts. Hopefully they had a better roommate relationship. 
Oh, I read this one. I was really sad by this, but apparently Jared Leto won't even talk about the film. Yeah, no. He's, like, just owned it from his world, and he hates it. Like, why? It's I not mean, a bad film. I don't know. Maybe he's like, I'm such a prestigious actor now. Even he's, though like, he's... the least liked Joker. Everyone hated Morbius. <laughs> like, Yeah, like, he's in the most hated films in both comic book series. You right. You right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's a huge sign to me. Like, maybe don't cast him in those anymore? Maybe... Like, he's a very beautiful man, and I would like uh, to start seeing him in, like, romantic comedies. In my opinion, <laughs> he was a beautiful man. I don't think he's that attractive anymore. I, I disagree. I think if he cut his hair and shaved his beard, he'd still be just as attractive. Mm, I'd have to see it. Let me see. Let me see if I can find a recent picture of Jared Leto with short hair. Okay, and then just Facebook it to me quick. Yeah, I will do that. I'll keep going on the fun facts. So He's just so beautiful. Like, I could stare at this man all day. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> uh, at the end, when the students are recounting their the events, one says, yeah, and Brenda was the girl from the Nexium commercial. And when you, after looking at it, Rebecca Gayhart was that girl in the commercials. So that's funny. Uh, we had our two co-stars uh, that were in, involved, so Brad Dorf, Dorf uh, who portrayed Checking Child's Play, and Robert England from uh, Freddy Krueger from Nightmare on Elm Street, which I love them both. Yay! Um, one of the this was one of the first films that featured a blue Pepsi can because yeah. those were just introduced in 1998. So I found Amazing. that fun. I also thought that was really fun. I was like, hmm. I, I mean, that Pepsi can has been around as long as I've been kind of around. So it's. It checks out. Yeah. It just seems. Okay. I just sent you a picture of him. Like, All not right. quite with short hair, but he's still beautiful. Like, his eyes are wonderful. But I'm not a big facial hair kind of gal. I mean, that's not bad. Though. We'll have we'll post this photo. We'll post it <laughs> so you guys can look <laughs> and also rate. I personally think, I mean, I'm not really big with for long hair or anything, but I like that kind of sh clean shaven beard. And I mean, he's just, his face is just beautiful. I don't know. I mm, like, he's an okay attractive, like, but he's not like in my top, like 50. <laughs> I mean, my list is also long and my I list like is so long and he's not really on it. <laughs> he's. Uh, He's better. I mean, I think I have to disagree. I mean, he's very Girl, beautiful. You're just talking to someone who rewatched Crimson Peak the other night just to oh, find Tom, Tom Hiddleston's, Hiddleston's ass. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> which I I was messaging someone. He's like, oh, you should watch Crimson Peak. I'm like, okay, because I was looking for something to watch and I gave him a list to pick. And he's like, oh, watch Crimson Peak. I'm like, yes, my boy. And he's like, oh, great. What have I done? <laughs> It is a good horror movie, so if all of you who have not seen it, go and watch it, even if it's just for the butt. Yeah, we'll we'll review it eventually. We I have really to. enjoy that movie. It, yeah. It is a good movie. It is a good movie. Um, back to fun facts. So, the uh, Tar Tara Reid, who played Sasha, did all of her own stunts, including falling off the staircase landing. 
Um, she was attached to a harness, and they also were using a real axe throughout that filming. Yikes. Uh, the film was shot over the course of 53 days, and uh, I already mentioned the supernatural uh, connections. So mm-hmm. those are the, all the fun facts that I liked and wanted to talk about. Do you have you- any added ones? You pretty much covered everything. I think, I don't know if you covered this one, but before it's revealed that Brenda's the killer, the killer is pla- is played by a stuntman, which mm-hmm. was effective because I was struggling to figure out who the killer was for a while in this movie. And part of it was like, it's like, well, it can't be Brenda. The, the silhouette of the person, of the killer, doesn't match her body. Yeah. So it was it like, was, it was good. I'm like okay and not okay with that because that starts to cross like the it wasn't distracting to me and I wasn't trying to match body types so that's fair I mean if you weren't doing this podcast would you be like actively like okay yes I mean that yeah you (laughs) I would (laughs) all right well Kelly shall we grade this shit yes so we, Christy and I, have a have five questions that we answer and we rate on a scale of one to ten for a possible score of fifty each, one hundred total, in order to kind of have a report card for every single movie that we watch. We seem to be having a lot of ties lately, but yes, which I am sorry that I haven't posted the most recent one. Like I promised, like I said, we things have definitely gotten in the way for us recently. Um, yeah. So we'll we'll have to do quite a few tiebreakers to get caught up and get your guys' opinions. And post that beautiful Jared Leto photo, but I mean. I mean, that's all Kelly. Kelly can post that all she wants. Maybe I'll post that after we talk and get you guys all just <laughs> announce like, hey, we know we missed last week. I'm sorry. Here's a beautiful picture of a man. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this man. Isn't he neat? Yes. Isn't he neat? <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, all right, so first question. Was this movie scary slash watch is a good horror movie? Uh, I gave this a four. Now, I would like to preface this with this is an entertaining movie. I enjoyed watching it. I had no problems watching this by myself because I had to watch it by myself again, which is big sad. Um but it is not the best horror movie I've ever seen. I don't find it particularly scary, but it is it is like worth a fun hour and a half of your Friday night. I do recommend it. Okay. I gave it a five. Kind of for the same reasons. Like, to me, it kind of is just average on my list uh, of, like, oh, my gosh, I don't want to watch this, to, oh, my gosh, I will watch this every single night of my life. I love it so much. Right. Uh, So, yeah, it got a five. It's uh, right in the middle for me. Um, How was the acting? (laughs) Three. (laughs) Okay. 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 (laughs) Listen, listen, Alicia Witt, who plays Natalie, I despise her acting. Um, <laughs> she really was, she, I struggled. I was like, girl, come on. And I looked her up afterwards on IMDb. I was like, what else has she done? Um, I feel like I've seen her before. She does Hallmark movies. And I talked to my parents who tend to watch Hallmark movies. And they were like, oh, she she can't even act in those movies. So it's not just me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do not like her. Jared Leto, fabulous, 10 out of 10. Alicia Witt brings it down to a 3. I gave it a 5. Uh, I was, 
I also don't like her acting, but a lot of the other characters had a lot of solid performances. So Brenda is good too. I was like kind of disappointed she wasn't the main character. (laughs) Well, technically she kind of was because she had to go cray cray. Um, how were the special effects? Five. I give it an eight. I wasn't mad about any of them. So I think. I just didn't remember a whole lot. It was like, it was very middle of the road. They they were well done. There just wasn't like as much impact. I don't I think. think there was as much as some other horror movies we watched either. I mean, okay, we just, we watched a guy get thrown, blown through a car. We saw someone get run over by parking spikes. Someone exploded from the inside with chemicals. We, like, the special effects were well done they we just didn't linger on them like we do with other movies you know yeah or they didn't punch true. as hard as they didn't punch as movies. hard i think but but the actual effects that they used were well done and fairly seamless okay so um was it a compelling story or have interesting twists five i gave it a seven i because like i was focusing on like okay acting aside like, it's a very compelling story in the fact that they're taking all this, these urban legends and trying to make them for a serial killer. Like, that's that was new at the time. So, I gave it a 7. I think for me, it sucks because I don't know that much about urban legends. So, some of the urban legends that were referenced in there, I didn't understand. I think we could have spent more time in class or, like, more time with the professor, like, yeah getting more information on what's happening or maybe have like the professor be a part of natalie like trying to figure everything out yeah like there's that scene where natalie's looking up in the urban legends book the Mm -hmm. aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights and i don't understand the context of that one like i've heard of it but i don't know the full story of that so it's like oh i recognize this but i don't know why it's scary um, how was the character development and writing? At five. I gave it a six. Like, the the actual writing wasn't bad. I think just if Natalie was better cast, it would have been fine. Yeah, I just, Natalie. And also, <sighs> but my little rant before, like mm-hmm. if they had just spent a little bit more time, like making clear what they're going for. Mm-hmm. So, my total score was a 22. Mine is a 31. So, that puts us at 53, which is currently tied with Friday the 13th from 1980. So, after our other tie that we get broken, we'll post this tie and uh, get your guys' opinion. I have a very important question. Yeah. Johnny Depp or Jared Leto? (laughs) Johnny Depp. Yeah. Yeah, I have to agree with you. Where are you getting Johnny Depp? Uh, jo- Johnny Depp from because he's night. Oh, Friday, I thought Nightmare. Kevin Bacon or Jared? No, Leto? Kevin Bacon. Yeah, it's Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon or yeah. Jared Leto? I got my movies mixed up because I watched yeah, no. them so close. My together. choice is my choice is still Kevin Bacon. No, no, it's Johnny Depp. <laughs> is Kevin Bacon in his eighties ass. Yes. No, I think I gotta go with Jared Leto. Between Jared Leto and Kevin Bacon, Jared Leto. Yeah. You can have Jared Leto. That's fine. <laughs> you can have Kevin Bacon. I don't like Sweet. Kevin Bacon's face as much. I like Jared Leto's face. I could stare at his face. That's fair. Can I actually have like that other guy that's in Friday the Thirteenth, the one that like 
The one yes! that lasts, um, like, longer? Oh, he's the son of who, what's, who's a... <laughs> like, I know, like, I'm blanking because I should I'm, know. Hold on. I'm so <laughs> tired, you guys. <laughs> uh, but yeah, can I have him instead? Like, I mean, that's my choice. Let me look. Personally. Oh, is Harry Crosby. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I I want him. I I agree. I completely agree. <laughs> like, Would you pick him over Jared Leto? Let me look a picture of him. Hold on. Oh, my Lord. The great debate. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, I don't know. I just have the engraved image of the 80s jeans on these men. So, like. I mean, maybe. it's beautiful, isn't it? It's a Those work of art. Truly. delicious jeans. Like, yes. I gotta go. I gotta go with Jared Leto. Oh, wow. I know. So, ultimately. Don't get me wrong. He's attractive. But. So, ultimately, this is, like, a tie for us. Maybe we'll have to post another tie of, like, some of our character choices here. And get your guys' opinions to break these ties. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, next time in two weeks, because we've shifted everything now, mm-hmm. we are covering my choice of horror movie. So, we did Sinister and then for Kelly. So, mm-hmm. we're going to cover Sleepaway Camp. Hell yeah. I haven't seen this. <laughs> okay. So. so, it's an 80s slasher. I know. I know I'm partial to them. I understand. <laughs> and I know Kelly will ha- voice her opinions as to why she doesn't like it. Maybe she'll hey, maybe hey. maybe she'll surprise me. Hey, I like Fright Night. This is true. But Kelly will greatly appreciate that all the men in this are essentially the sex symbols instead of the women. So jorts, oh, yes. like short jorts, like 80s, booty short very jorts, 80s. <laughs> and crop tops and I'm not just talking one character I'm talking like a whole baseball team like a baseball team excuse me you did not tell me they were baseball boys because I wanted your reaction on the oh my god oh my god baseball pants on a man no they're not they're not playing baseball in baseball pants they're playing it in jean booty booty shorts and crop tops Christy why have we not watched this sooner uh, because we've been covering everybody else's choices. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, big thank you um, for yeah. the recommendation this week. We did like, I did like it. It was the first yeah. time I watched it. I did like it. it I it's know I didn't rate it very well. <laughs> it's a solid choice. I mean, there are movies that are on the bottom of the list that we loved, and there are movies at the top of the list that we don't recommend, but like they were ultimately well created movies. So, like, yeah. We're not going to yeah. diss it because, like, it, like we have our opinions and we voice them, of course. But, like, we try to look at it from a critical standpoint. We try. <laughs> try being the we, key. We try. Doesn't mean we succeed. But we try. Um, but anyways, if you want to join in the conversations, give us our, like, your recommendations because we need more of them. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Unnerved a Horror Movie Podcast. We have a wonderful group over there. That's where we also post our ties, as well as on Twitter. The exact same shindig, but it's at A Unnerved. Um, I'm also like on Instagram right now, uh, and I've been posting stuff uh, unnerved related as well over there. So um, 
in, ca in case you want like a preview of like what we're covering if like when we're watching it like i i vo voice at least my opinion over there as well um and if you like our artwork as much as we do yeah um go check out my sister danielle at danny draws dragons over on instagram she's extremely talented or give a listen to our episode for annihilation which she joined us for yeah um, oh, yeah, and my Instagram handle is at Lilith underscore Hilltopple. Uh, I'll, we'll add it to the description for this one. Sweet. <laughs> I, yes. I got to remember to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll remind you or I'll, I'll, we'll link it somewhere. It's fine. <laughs> it's, my Instagram is not as important as joining us on Twitter and Facebook because that's yes. where that's everything else is. Yeah. yeah, that's our main place. But uh, in the meantime, stay safe. The common cold, allergies, and COVID is still going around mm -hmm. uh, as a victim to a lot of that right now. <laughs> My poor voice is, like, giving out. Um, so hopefully everybody else stays safe. Stay uh, extra spooky because we are inching ever so closely to Halloween, and I'm here for it. You can't see me, but I'm, like, in a gremlin pose right now, mm -hmm. all excited. Like, <laughs> Yeah, and all you ha all you haunters, uh, like like me, I'll see you guys at Midwestern Haunters Convention in a few weeks. So I'll that. So yeah, I'm I'm learning some more makeup tips and whatnot. Hell yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, join us in two weeks for Sleepaway Camp, and we'll see you guys when we see you guys. Two weeks, Christine. Two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> two weeks. <laughs> Bye.